What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And as always like the Blazing Defender Report. And now, for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Blazing Defender Report. I'm your host, Travis Jones. How the hell are you on this Thursday? Thursday. Hey, hey. One for one. You gotta love that on the report. Um got a very special show for you guys today we're going to be breaking down the avengers in game big big game trailer you can't say super bowl so you know what fuck it we say super bowl on here uh the super bowl trailer you're not supposed to say super bowl you're supposed to say big game trailer whatever because we don't have the rights to say it well i don't have the rights to show it either but i'm showing it uh what's going on everybody the chat looks lively what's going on um, it's man, I don't know about where you're living at, but in Louisville, Kentucky, I feel like we should be building the fucking ark. It's rained like 12 days in a row or some shit. I don't know. It's my, my backyard's a fucking swamp. It sucks. Uh, we're going to get to that, Kurt. We're going to get to that. Um, but yeah, we've, I've got a lot to talk about, man. Imagine that me having a lot to talk about. I, sh- I should have a podcast. I should do that. Um, but yeah, the road to 100 continues right here, guys. Episode 93, getting really, really close to that episode 100. You got a big show for you. Uh, some things are, are lining up. I think it's going to be really, really cool. Can't wait. Can't wait. Like when things are finalized, I'll start promoting it more. Uh, but yeah, so, okay. We've got a new Wolverine that's coming. Uh, does Tom King's Batman suck now? I don't know. I don't know. We're going to talk about it. Um, and we get a, an official an official synopsis from Disney Australia on Endgame, which tells us jack shit. We'll get to that. And as always, comic books, guys. But really, really quick, big shout out to Collector's Own Cantina. It's a great Facebook group. It's a positive Facebook group, if you can believe that. I know. They do exist. They are fucking unicorns. But... Collector's Own Cantina on Facebook. It's a great place to go to interact with the owners of Collector's Own, to see people's collections. They do a uh, a collector of the month or week or something like that where they highlight them and show all their shit. It's really, really cool. You guys should definitely check that out. I've got something in my fucking eye. Imagine that. Okay, uh, and really quick for you guys that are been asking for Blazing Defender Report shirts T Public right now is having a Giant Size Team Up Network sale. Put in GSTU30 in the coupon code at tpublic.com, and you can get 30% off uh, not only t shirts, but I've got stickers here. You can like just like put stickers on your face and on your junk, and you know, I don't care. Like, and if you do get a hat or a t shirt or whatever, uh, please take a photo, tag me in it, send it to me. You can instant message if you don't want to post it on your page. I totally understand you being embarrassed 
of buying a shirt, but I really, really want to see your photos because I'm going to do something really cool with all of them. And a lot of people have reached out to me and said that they've purchased, and I've really... Guys, you have no idea how much I like. I always appreciate guys that watch the show, people that listen. Uh, I always appreciate that. Much love, much love. But when you're like spending money, that's fucking fantastic. And it's a, it's kind of fucking cool, right? It's kind of a cool logo. Uh, and you can get a coffee mug. My coffee mug's not here yet. I can't wait to drink coffee out of my blazer for the coffee mug. Really, really cool. So thank you for that. GSTU30, tpublic.com. I believe, I'm not really sure how long the sale's going on for, but please check it out. And uh, uh, again, always appreciate your support. Okay, now really, really quick, uh, Kurt Bootwin, it looks like Botwin, but don't say that, he gets very upset. Uh, Bootwin is saying, this doesn't look like Twitch. Well, that was some news I was going to save, but I'm not saving it. We're going to talk about the Twitch channel. Uh, I have a new channel that, uh, oh, and my man, the, the greatest hype man in the world, Frederick Debo at Great Superhero Debates 2, just posted the link. He's fucking awesome, man. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, you can get, man, you get all of it, dude. Get all of it right there. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, Twitch. I am going to be starting a Twitch channel. And at first, it's going to be a little bit different. Uh, it's not going to have the same format as the Defender Report. I don't even know what I'm going to call it yet. It's going to be the Blazing Defender something. Uh, we, I ain't decided it, what we're going to call it yet. But um, my plan is tomorrow is going to be the first show at 4 o'clock. 4 p.m. is going to be – I'm going to be live on Twitch. Um, for those of you who had Twitch accounts, I know you can get pop-up notifications. Um, it's, it's a lot streaming-friendly friendlier than facebook is so we're gonna give twitch a shot i'm never gonna alienate you guys uh in anything that i do on twitch i will be recording a video and putting up here the facebook is my home and it's going to be my home but i am going to branch out and try new things i am by curious that way as far as streaming goes Um, um so I'm going to be trying Twitch, and it's going to be really cool because it's going to be uh, kind of topic-based at first. Very comic-centric. Always, It's always going to come back to that, guys. It's always going to come back to me because on the network, we have a lot of other shows that can do other shit. Okay, so I'm the comic book guy on my network, and it's always going to come back to that. But we're going to be talking movies. We're going to be talking casting. But uh, it's always going to come back to the paper and and ink and words and muscular guys and all that shit what's up marcos marcos everybody from collector zone uh just one of the guys i was just talking about fantastic place to go buy your toys uh and a great great facebook group for collectors i've already said it i just want to make sure marcos heard me say it again okay uh all right so get on with the shit man all right so what we've got here, guys, is we've got a lot of, not a lot of Marvel news, but quite a bit. So it looks like that something has came out recently uh, where the longtime producer, I can't remember her name, of the Wolverine series, uh, like I think she did a lot of the X-Men movies, she did some of the Wolverine stuff, uh, has come out and said that Marvel is going to cast a younger version of Wolverine, which it all makes sense, right? She went on to talk about how huge... 
Hughes uh, basically said he just couldn't do it anymore as far as the phys- the physicality of the role. He was, you know, getting up in the middle of the night to eat protein because he was trying to bulk up. Uh, he's a little dude. He's 5'11", but he's like a really skinny dude. High metabolism, obviously. So I'm sure it was a just a major pain in his ass to put on weight to shred up for Wolverine. Looked fucking fantastic. Like, is anybody going to be better than uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? Probably not. But there are some people in the running. So some of the first people... Uh, IMDb did a poll. Uh, I didn't even know this. I was doing some research on this topic, and I found a poll that IMDb did. We're going to get to that in a minute. But the top four candidates right now are Luke Evans. Okay? I like Luke Evans. Uh, He played Dracula in, like, the newest rendition of of Dracula. Uh, Charlie Hoonan, which was on Sons of Anarchy, uh, Pacific Rim, uh, he's done a bunch of shit, okay? Uh, but you know him from those things. Uh, Tom Hardy, which I was going to scratch Tom Hardy off the list because he is Venom, and unless they recast uh, Brock going forward in the MCU, I don't see that changing. Uh, so we're just going to scratch him off the list, even though I think he would be fucking awesome. Uh, and I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. You guys know this. And my personal favorite, Scott Eastwood. Scott Eastwood is my fucking favorite. And I'm going to show you why. I'll show you why. That Scott Eastwood is my favorite. Uh, I just think he, he's young. I think he's got a great, just a great look. Um, and we'll just get a good look at him there. I mean, he's got his beard. He's a good looking cat. I mean... Like, that picture of Hugh Jackman on the right is fucking terrible. That is the worst picture. I mean, does he have a fucking perm going on? Uh, this was obviously one of the very first X-Men films. Uh, you know, this is where we first got our introduction. And we were so blown away with how he looked, right? Look how fucking stupid he looks. But anyway, uh, I think Scott Eastman would just be amazing as uh, Logan. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, now who do you guys like? I mean, I'm really, really curious to see who you guys think. Oh, well, let's just get get to the poll first. I want everybody to put who, who they, they like. I want every, I want to see, you know, I want to see everybody do that. Okay. So who do you like? And, uh, as soon as I get off of this, I'm going to go back to... Boom, and I'm back. All right, so I want to see who you guys put, and I got to go back to the chat for this. Let me see. All right, recasting Wolverine makes sense. Ugh, more recast. That's true. More Hugh Jackman. More Hugh Ackman. <laughs> nope, no, no, no. No, no, no on Charlie Hunan, okay? Glenn Danzing. Uh, maybe. Can he act? Can he act? Uh, hell no, Tom Hardy. Come on. Just so you know, Travis Jones, people at Amazon Prime get it. Oh, okay. Yeah, thank you for that. Jason, also in the chats, thank you. For you guys listening on iTunes, I, I do apologize. My show was really visual. And if you're not watching the live feeds, I really wish you would try to tune into those. Uh, but I, I do try to point out in the chat when people do say something that I need to uh, reiterate. People with Amazon Prime account get one free sub every month for a Twitch channel. There you go, motherfuckers. Yeah, get, give, me, give me that. It's free. It don't cost you shit. Uh, no, that'd be great. Um, so there's a lot of people that, man, there's a lot of, 
Scott who me yeah thank you Scott yeah I could be fucking love my fucking smoke cigars and fucking kill people uh knowing this guy should be young and ready to play a role for 20 years okay uh wow Kurt Tyron Egerton played Eggsy on Kingsman wow that's a that's an out-the-box take there uh can the dude grow a beard like I don't want to see no fake beard shit Kurt I don't think the kid has hair on his nuts all right, so let's 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 go with someone with a little more balls. All right, let's yeah. Leave, I mean, like he'd be great for like a Riverdale movie. All right, and I'll tell you another guy, another guy that uh, I fucking love this cat, and I for, I, I would have had an image to show you, but um, Zach Efron. Now go ahead, go ahead, start throwing the poo, start throwing the poo. I'll take it. Come on. Zach Efron can get fucking shredded, and he can grow a beard. He's a good-looking kid, and the motherfucker can act. The kid can fucking act. He just hasn't been given a chance yet. Um, but I think I think I think he'd be fucking fantastic. So um, yeah, hey, well, this is a great conversation, guys. Uh, yeah, okay. So here is the IMDb fan poll results. Tom Hardy was number one, okay? 1,145 votes. Again, I think the Hardy ship has sailed, right? Uh, but fucking Tom looks pretty dope with a fucking cigar in his mouth and a beard. I ain't gonna lie. And he can act. He's He can get big as shit. He's not an, an overly tall guy, so he's got that squatty nature that we need for Logan, right? Uh, Scott Eastwood was second with 370 votes. So... America agrees with me. You all are all wrong. Imagine that. I win again. And who shows this? Oh, it's my show. Uh, no, really. I, I mean, I think Scott would be fucking fantastic. Uh, so, we'll see. I don't know. But they are going to go with somebody younger. It makes sense, right? Somebody can get in shape. Somebody that they can build a franchise on. All makes really, all makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. So, with that, we're going to get on to the good shit and we're going to watch the Avengers game trailer. And I'm going to try to break it down for you with just some of the stuff that I seen initially. I'm trying to stay away from some of this stuff. I honestly am. But the trailers, I am going to watch because they do get me excited, right? I think they get all of us excited. So we're going to we're gonna check this out really, really briefly. And I'm just going to try to maybe, maybe interject some things that maybe you might have not seen. Okay, now... This is going to start out with kind of like a montage of all the people that have that passed in Infinity War. Now, you will see Rocket, but I think they just used that shot of, of, of Guardians because damn near all the Guardians are gone, right, besides Rocket and Nebula. So, all right. Now, our first shot, this is fucking amazing, and this is why Marvel does it better than other people. Now, you can't quantify that with just one shot, but this is, of course, Liberty or Ellis Island, Statue of Liberty. You never see this. Like, this is obviously boats on top of boats that came here. Now, why are they there? Or were people just out to sea when the decimation hit? And per the official synopsis from Disney, they are referring to this as the decimation. Now, mine and Kurt Bootwin's favorite term is a snapshot. Because that's my favorite term, and I know Kurt hates it. So, 
So I really like that, but they're calling it the decimation, which makes sense because the fucking world was decimated. Little do they know the entire universe was decimated. We're going to get to that in a minute. But I thought this was a beautiful shot to kind of shows that we're going to get into what has happened since the snap. Now, right here, you see, uh, why are they showing this? I don't know. Maybe people went there uh, for shelter. Maybe people, I don't know why they're showing this. I don't know what the significance is other than, like, it's a big-ass game and uh, a game field, and there's absolutely nobody there. Still an eerie feeling. Okay, now, obviously, this is, where do we go now that they're gone? So, obviously, it's been some time because they have a campaign now where uh, the, the people, uh, this is like, this is a support group, obviously, right? It's like some kind of VFW hall. You can see the flags and everything over to the left. Uh, I believe that's kind of cap in, in the center left there. Uh, not the bald headed guy, but the dude with the hair. Uh, obviously, right? Uh, hair envy. Again, I think somebody said that in the chat. But obviously, you know, people are having a hard time dealing with this. So some time has went on. Oh, and there's a big thing on the internet whether Cap says bananas or not. So here you go. Move on. Bananas. Man, when you when you hear it like that, it does sound like bananas. Not bananas, not us. We're not able to move on. And there's been some talk about that, and it's like, you know, what is Cap drinking now? No, it's not it. I mean, he can't even get drunk with his uh, advanced healing. He wouldn't allow him to. But he feels the the weight. Uh, they they didn't beat Thanos. They they had their their opportunity, and they they missed it. And all these people have suffered the cost. And for somebody like Cap, that's more than traumatic. Okay, now here we've got Tony and Nebula obviously working on something. Now check this out right here. What the fuck? Does she have a koala bear? Is that a koala bear right there? Are they going to make a cyborg koala bear that can like space jump and like go get them help? I don't know. That's I don't know what the fuck that is. But I thought I'm looking at them like, what is she holding there? It looks like a koala bear. Uh, I assume it's not real. Doesn't look real, but I don't know. Maybe the CGI wasn't finished yet. But anyway, Tony and them obviously working on something to get the fuck out of there. All right. Now, this is the one that a lot of you've probably seen. Uh, obviously, they're in front of the Avengers headquarters. Now, this spot right here between Banner and uh, Don Cheadle. Okay. War Machine. Rhodey. So, this big blank space right here. There's probably somebody in there, guys. Marvel's very good about omitting people and adding people like they did with the Hulk in Infinity War when he's running out with everybody in Wakanda before they go to the big battle, right? Well, the Hulk wasn't there, okay? It was always Banner in the Hulkbuster armor. So here, again, is another not a, a non-red herring, if you will, to where there's somebody right here now. That's a pretty that's a pretty big spot. Okay? So it either is somebody that's just in that spot like a regular sized person like Captain Marvel maybe, maybe Ant-Man. It's probably not going to be Ant-Man because we know he's in this film, but here's a speculation. Because of the width of that, people are thinking that Banner and the Hulk become split somehow. Don't ask me how. I think it's bullshit. 
But that that there's all cards are on the table at this point. Okay, now obviously this is nighttime. Cap is looking up at some all of them. Their heads are up and they're looking at something either in the distance or something very large. We don't know what it is, but there is definitely somebody in this shot that we're not seeing. Now, oh, let me go back to rockets. Okay, now a lot of speculation on this. Okay, now you're going to see in a minute a picture of Thor in front of a, a grassy plain area. All right. Now, Rocket is obviously either somewhere up north where, like, they lobster hunt because that looks like a lobster trap back there. Um, I'm not sure where Rocket is. Some people were speculating that he and Thor go to find Thanos on where Thanos is. And this is Rocket kind of. I don't think Rocket's going to open the door on Thanos like this. So I, I take that out. I don't think this is what they're doing here. Um, I don't know what the fuck he's doing here, but he's obviously looking for something and somewhere up north. All right. Now we got Black Widow. Now, why is this important? Uh, other than she's hot and we just like, we like, uh, you know, Black Widow. Um, Scarlett Johansson, you can see how long her hair is. I mean, her shit's even braided in the back. So some time has definitely lapsed since the last time, uh, you know, we've seen her and, you know, through the snapshot, there is definitely going to be a time jump forward. All right. Now these two cats and you're probably like, well, who gives a fuck? It's Ant-Man and War Machine. Nobody cares. No, that's not true because Remember the last time these two were together? It uh, didn't go so well for War Machine. So, you know, obviously they've patched things up. Or maybe they're just, obviously they're getting ready to take on somebody. They're gearing up. Um, but I thought it was odd that now War Machine has, like, red shit. Like, he's, his eyes go red. He's got red accents on his armor. Probably a new set of armor because of his injuries in Civil War. I'm not sure. But I thought that was really cool that they put these two together because, obviously, they're putting away their differences for the greater good. All right. Now, Thor. There's been a lot of talk about Thor. Infinity, Infinity War was very much a Thor movie, right? Very much. Um, but now I don't, I don't think this movie is going to be so much about Thor as it is maybe Cap being his swan song and all, but he's obviously somewhere off world right here. Now, like just from the outport of this ship, or, or I don't know if this is a ship or not. He's, is it a cave, but it looks man-made. Um, now see, this is where everybody was thinking he may be hunting Thanos here. See this grassy area? It kind of looks like that a little bit. Um, I don't know where the fuck he is. Are he and Rocket even together? I hope they are because I love, 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 love that duo. Thank you, Sweet Rabbits. I mean, that just, I love that shit, man. They could have a show with just them two and I'd fucking love it. Uh, but he's obviously got Stormbreaker. But, you know, Thor is probably not handling, he's probably handling the decimation about as well as Cap is because, come on, let's let's get it right. If Thor hadn't have been gloating, uh, he he would have killed Thanos. He should have went for the head. It's always a kill shot. Thor fucked up, and uh, he knows it. All right, and then we got Renner here, uh, Clint as Ronan, and uh, it's I think it's kind of interesting. He's kind of got a new little quiver back here with the two circular quivers i'm not sure what that's about like maybe he ducks down like a like a fucking ninja turtle and fucking shoots shit out of his shell i don't know 
but I think it was pretty cool. The hair has got to fucking go. That is shit is whack. All right, and this is the part that gets everybody. Cap, we haven't seen Cap with the original shield since the end of Civil War. Uh, in Infinity War, he had the Wakandan shield, which was whack as fuck. Uh, but here you see Cap strapping up the shield, maybe for the last time. You can see his hands are dirty. He's shaking. He's quivering as he straps it on. But again, just like the Infinity War trailer, Cap ignites the fucking fire in all of us, doesn't he? Like, when I seen this, I was like, oh, fuck, it's fucking on. Same way when Thanos goes down with the glove and Cap's holding him, like, Cap steals the show again. So, but here, we'll, we'll take a look at it, and you can see... He tightens it down because he's going to go to fucking war, yo. Now, here we've got uh, our cast of Avengers, it looks like. There's still maybe somebody. Okay, see, I believe this is either Renner or Banner. I can't tell. Uh, Cap, Thor, Black Widow, Rocket. I believe this is Banner. That looks like Rhodes in the back. But, like, right here, there's a big space between them. Probably Captain Marvel, right? That's my guess is it's Captain Marvel because we know she comes to town. Uh, and we got till April, guys. April 26th, I believe it is. So, really, really fucking excited uh, for that. I know you guys are, too. Uh, who's the number one pick for Logan? You're late. You're late, Jason. You're late. The number one pick for Logan was Tom Hardy with Scott Eastman as second. The Snapshot. Rick Grimes as an Avenger. Rick Grimes could do it, damn it. Um, he's in a support group for people who've lost their beards. Ah, <laughs> that is good shit, Jason. Uh, Henry Cavill's mustache. You guys, I swear you're fucking hilarious. All right. Um, I know you guys are pumped about in game or uh, yeah, in game, just like I am. I'm really, really curious to see what, what happens going forward. Now, uh, from Australia, Disney, we get uh, an official synopsis of Endgame. And this is what it says. Um, After the devastating events of Infinity War, the universe is in ruins due to the efforts of the mad titan Thanos. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers must assemble one more time to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. No matter what the conque- what the consequences may be in store. Alright, so what does that tell us? Absolutely fucking nothing. It doesn't tell us shit. It actually does kind of tell us something. Uh, with the words, they must undo what Thanos did. So, this whole time travel thing, it's going to happen. I, I don't think that's any fucking shocking thing, right? We knew that there was going to be time travel it's really kind of the only way to beat him. Uh, undo Thanos' actions. So, yeah, they're going back in time in this one, guys. And then it says, no matter what the consequences may be in store. So, and again, not earth-shattering. We know that this, is, this movie is going to change the MCU going forward for years. We're going to lose people. We're going to lose people for fucking good. We're going to lose heroes for good. Uh, and we're probably going to get some people returning that maybe thought dead, uh, which obviously, you know, Winter Soldier, Black Panther, Spider-Man, uh, Nick Fury, all those are coming back. We've already seen that. Um, but like, I'm just really, really 
really curious uh, on how. Yeah, I just, I just, the ends have to justify the means, right? And what I mean by that is, if Cap and Tony both go out in this movie, just make it worthy. And I have full and the utmost confidence in the Russo brothers; they're going to do that. But as a as a fan of uh, uh, the, one of the biggest Captain America fans that I know, I really, really, really hope that they they do him justice, and I'm sure they will. Uh, it's going to be bittersweet, but I'm really, really excited for the movie. Uh, I watched Infinity War in the Netherlands. There was an intermission, and it was appreciated. Well, I'm I'm glad you said that, Jay, because uh, Nehru, everybody from the nerds uh, the nerds from work podcast. Um, because this movie is expected to clock in at three hours plus. So, yeah, us old dudes, we need to pee. Sorry, man. Like, I'm not going to drink anything. Like, I'm going to be so dehydrated by the time I leave this movie because I ain't leaving, right? So, I might take one of We have these things on the med units that are called emesis bags, all right? And they look like big, like, Mandingo condoms. They're like this fucking, this fucking long, right? Like... You could shuck my arm in it, and it's got a one-way valve, and it's for people to puke, okay? So you puke in the bag, and it's got that one-way valve, and hopefully it doesn't come back out. Well, I'm going to take a couple of those with me to this movie. So if you're sitting beside me and you hear something weird, just 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 continue on. It's Don't look here. There's nothing to see. And really, there's really, really not. Um, okay. I think that's all I got for uh, movie shit. Uh, we're going to talk really, really quick. No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that till, till I need it. Till I need it. Okay. So we got comic books now, guys. We're going to start with some comic books. Okay. Um, now, uh, you know what I'm going to start with? I'm going to start with the one that I would not have read. So that's something I'm going to do every week. I'm going to pick a comic that I normally would not buy and I'm going to read it and I'm going to tell you guys what I thought of it. Um, now when I say this, it's, I, I would have not, I've bought this book at all unless like the reviews were really good. Well, this, this is going to be one review. That's not, um, okay. So I've got old man quill. What the fuck is up with old man quill? Okay. We got old man Logan. We got old man Hawkeye. Basically they're putting Peter quill in the old man Logan universe. All right. Um, or dimension, however you want to you want to think about it, because old man Quill's space, right? So this is very, you know, he's not with the Guardians anymore. He's actually the King of Spartax, and he gets roped into having to come to Earth after some shit goes bad. That was his fault. But just to, just to cut this short, because I don't want to spend any more time on this book than I already did reading it. Um, it's 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 not good. Uh, you don't care about Quill's family. You don't care that how everything happens. You just don't care. Uh, the art is really really bad. It really sucks because I love this old man Logan universe, and now they're starting to like they do with everything that's good. They're just starting to dump in it now, and this to me is a dump in that in that pool. It was not needed. I don't know if anybody even fucking asked for this book. But it's just not good, and uh, stay away from it. Uh, I'm not even going to fucking rate it. I, I, I'll give it a fucking four, because I do like the Old Man Logan universe, and uh, but I won't read number two. Uh, it was just that bad for me. 
All right. So the next book, because uh, I really had a hard time with Pick of the Week this week. And I'll tell you why in a bit. All right. The next book is going to be Deathstroke number 40. Uh, Chris Priest, uh, Arkham. Now, this whole run, I'm a big Chris Priest fan. If you have not read any of Chris Priest's Black Panther stuff, it's fucking fantastic. To me, it is the quintessential Black Panther run. It's awesome. He he really treats the character like it had never been treated before in Marvel Comics. Um, I I just I love I love his writing style. It's kind of Tom King like in a way. Um. But it can get convoluted, and that has, is what has happened with Deathstroke Arkham. Deathstroke was put into Arkham. He basically went to Arkham because later in the run, you find out why he did that to himself. It kind of got out of hand, though. It kind of got away from Slade Wilson just a little bit. Uh, but you've got uh, all Batman rogues. um You've got some stuff going on with his his kids. Batman is is in play. Um, it's it, you got aliens. I mean, it is to say convoluted is not even an understatement here. Um, it is so convoluted, and I really like Priest's writing style. And I thought this was a really cool idea. Yeah, I put fucking Deathstroke in Arkham. Why? Why would he be in Arkham? He could get out whenever he wanted. Well, there was a reason that he couldn't. And then you find out, well, no, that really wasn't the reason. It just wasn't good. The art is really good, though, uh, <laughs> if I have to, you know, coin, coin a phrase. Now, this is him giving Salmon Grundy kind of a staff sandwich. Uh, but that's actually not Salmon Grundy. It is his son, Jericho, that came through Simon Grundy to... Um, to talk to him and stroke ain't hearing it. So, because he actually kind of lost his mind and it's all because of Hugo strange. Hugo strange has manipulated events the whole time. Deathstroke was there, but Deathstroke, very a la Batman is still kind of a step ahead in this story. He's maybe a half step ahead, which is does what makes things interesting. Um, I still like Priest's writing style. If you've been reading the whole run, this is going to be much better trade than it is single issue. When I say trade, for you guys that don't know the difference, a trade a trade paperback is a collection of stories. Um, <clears throat> you know, usually hardbound. Uh, well, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're paperback because they're cheaper. But it's just, it's a complete story run, and this is going to be a trade. I would really like to read this as a trade to see how it reads. But as a single issue. Man, it was fucking trying. I'm not going to lie. I give it a fucking six. Um, only because I did read the whole thing. I am aware of Priest's writing style, so I kind of knew what to expect. But I'll tell you, for like, I always like to be able to, to tell guys, hey, man, if you've never read a comic before, go out and get this. It's going to be fucking awesome. I can't say this here. Unless you're just a Stroke fan and you want to read it. With It's got cool artwork. There's a lot of action. But uh, story-wise, you might get fucking lost. I'm not going to fucking lie to you. Um, all right. <clears throat> the next book is Batman. Now, okay, so we're going to do this my comic reviews a little different. Because now we're going to segue, 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 segue um, into something that someone had brought up to me a while back. 
and I want to discuss it because I don't think it's it, it's inaccurate. Whoa, what the fuck am I doing? That's not right. Okay, why, why am I showing you this image? The reason I'm showing you this image is because uh, this next story arc, the price uh, is a Batman Flash crossover yet again. And in that story, it deals with Gotham Girl. Now, Gotham and Gotham Girl were two new characters that Tom King introduced in his very first run on Batman a few a couple years ago, right? So, uh, the way those events ended lead into this story here. Now, I've said multiple times, and you guys know this, that I feel like Tom King is the best Batman writer that there's ever been. Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo were the best team. And then came Tom King. I thought, man, you ain't going to be able to do it, dude. These guys are phenomenal. And he did it. He made Batman stories for the ages. Like, his Batman stories will be talked about for years. For years. They're character-defining moments. Uh, the War of Jokes and Riddles. Um, this new arc with Bane. Okay, now, to get to that, we had a huge moment happen, and I'm not going to, it's not a spoiler, because it it happened over a month ago, but we see Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint storyline show up in the Batman book. We haven't got there since. Now, the last issue, issue 63, we learned that Batman is being held somewhere and been given scarecrow fear toxin, and he's just hallucinating in this basically a reality, an alternate universe that Batman uh, maybe created for himself. I don't, we don't know, but all we know is what's happening isn't really happening. Okay, now he's had Constantine show up and be like, "Yo, mate, uh, this isn't y'all reality," or however the fuck they talk. I don't know. That was horrible. I know. Sorry. Uh, I'm not Welsh or Scottish or whatever he is. Um, so now, not only did that storyline hit a drag, now we have a, I believe this is a four-part series, two two in Batman, two in Flash, that takes us away from the main story. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I, I get it, it's a business, but they've really marred some of the best Batman stories that we've seen in a long time due to this. And, and what the, the price is, the price is a Heroes in Crisis story tie-in. And uh, if you haven't been real, reading Heroes in Crisis, you may not understand this. And I hate when they do that. Uh, basically, Flash and Batman are going to be Discuss, like they're they're trying to figure out this mystery of of sanctuary where a lot of heroes were killed and uh, Wally West, which is a good friend of Barry Allen's, was killed. So this is very personal to him. Uh, Batman is on the trail of Gotham Girl now. Gotham Girl is she's lost her mind, and to really understand that, you had to read the first arc. So I really think people are going to get lost in this issue or this story, unless they do a better job of explaining it. But what is great about it is that Batman and Flash have this unique bond that most of the Justice League doesn't have. And what I mean by that is they're both detectives. And, like, Barry and Bruce can sit down and talk about forensic science 
for fucking days. And they can't do that with any other members of the league. So they have a very, very special bond. And Batman really doesn't have a bond with anybody, right? Even the Robins is a very awkward story. But in saying that, Barry has lost faith in Batman because Batman lies to him about why he knew there was going to be attack at the Flash Museum. And Barry Barry knows Bats, and he, he calls him out. So now you've got this tension between them as they try to figure out this mystery at the same time trying to figure out who killed all the heroes of Sanctuary. Um, so this issue was a decent issue as far as that goes, but I've been reading this shit. So I know, I know what to look for. Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the thing is, you know, you're not going to pull in new readers this way, man. And I really can't believe I don't have a, a better, a Batman splash. I thought I did. Let me see here. Oh, I do. So here's the artwork. Okay. Now, how good does that look? This starts out with the Justice League, which I don't even know why they're in this book. This is the very beginning. They're fighting the Amazo Justice League. Now, if you know Amaze, who Amazo is, he is an android that can uh, copy and manipulate the powers of the Justice Leaguers. So this is a really, really quick fight. Uh, but the artwork looks really good, right? And the artwork isn't bad. I'm not gonna I think this is the best page. Uh to be honest, but yeah, it's the artwork is still really, really good. But I love the banter between Flash and Batman. So maybe in reading this, you will want to start reading Heroes in Crisis. That would be that would be fantastic, right? So you're reading this and get you interested in what's going on. And it is a separate story, but you're gonna go, who the fuck is Gotham Girl? Who's Gotham? Right, so then you're gonna have to go back and read that. I just want stories to stand a uh, stand alone, but they're. I know that's not possible all the time, but I I really I like this book. I give it a seven and a half, just because of the artwork, and I just love Batman Flash dynamic. So I thought that was pretty cool. Okay, my next book. Uh, man, I tell you, I'm 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 negative Nelly today, guys. I'm negative Nelly today. I don't know what the deal is. Is Prodigy by uh, Mark Millar and Raphael Al- Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Um, all right. Mark Miller. Uh, I love him. I've always loved him. I like a lot of stuff that he does. I'm super, super hyped for Prodigy. He's this. He's Batman times 10. And when I mean Batman times 10, I mean like he's so fucking smart. He could basically look at you and break down your childhood, what your hangups are. Uh, he's like the mentalist times a thousand. So, but that is kind of the rub also. Like, I would almost rather be some type of telepath because he's just like, there's a, there's a moment in this, in this book here where he's dead to right. Like the bad guys have him dead to rights. So what does he do? He basically talks the guys out of shooting him because he empathizes with how they grew up. And if you give me a chance, I could take it all away from you. And it's like, are you fucking serious, dude? Like, you might be able to get an 18-year-old like that. But a grown man that's been a mercenary all of his life, that ain't going to fucking happen. So, you know, that scene really, really turned me off. It's it, they're on a relic hunt 
the artwork is really, really good, though. I mean, Raphael Albuquerque is fantastic. Um, I have a splash page. I do. All right. Now, in this page here, you see where... Um, oops, transfer it over. Okay, it looks a little better. All right. Um, so... This this gun is a gun that shoots underwater. They established that, so it's not stupid. It does look like a regular AR-15 or a carbine, but it's not. It can shoot underwater. And he's on this relic hunt, and the story gets lost. And it's it's gotten lost in the last couple issues. It's like, okay, what are we doing again? And they know you know they're hunting for something, but you, you forget why. And I forgot why. I had to go back and reread. That's not good. Now, the artwork's great. Um, you know, this is his, I for, even forget her fucking name. Like what I'm saying is other than, uh, prodigy himself, other than Dr. Crane, you really don't give a shit about anybody else. And that's, that doesn't make for a good book either. You know, you, you want to care about these characters. You want to give a shit whether they live or die or not. And then when they're put in precarious situations, you want them to come out of that. Right? Well, Mark Miller's really slipping on this one. I gave it a five. Five's average. Mainly gave him that because of the artwork. If you're reading the entire series, that's great. You may like it better. But as a single book, it, it just doesn't hold up. And uh, another thing is, this is going to be a Netflix show. So now I'm really curious on how they're going to do the Netflix show. Because if it's anything like the comic book, man, they're really going to have to spice it up some. So, all right, guys. Pick of the week. Uh, is the Avengers? The Avengers is uh, they're on a roll, man. And Jason Aaron's really, really doing well. And you guys are going to fucking love this. You guys are going to fucking love this because I know a lot of you are big, big Blade fans. And uh, Blade is with the Avengers. And so right here you have um, shit. What's his name? Shadow Colonel and the Legion of the Undead. All right, basically. Blade, the vampires, not just Blade, but the vampires are having a civil war. All right. So these guys, the the shadow, the undead and the shadow colonel, they come looking to take out Dracula. Like if you take out Dracula, I guess you get control of all the vampires. I don't know how that works, but they're looking to usurp the fucking Dracula, the king vamp. All right, so they're really, really cool looking. Like, I'm not familiar with these guys at all, but I thought they were really, really cool. And this Shadow Colonel guy, Jason Aaron really puts him up there because he basically walks into the Avengers mansion like, what's up? Like, fuck you all. You know what I mean? And it's 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 really good scene, and it shows, like, this guy's not scared, and he's got a plan, which I always like cats have plans. All right, so here's Blade in action. And, like, check this shit out, guys. He has silver nunchucks. So he's fighting vampires with silver nunchucks. Like, look at this fourth panel down from the bottom. I mean, he just puts one right through a vampire. It's awesome. I mean, Blade killing vampires, are you kidding me? Like, Jason Aaron can write some Thor. Like, he really, really can write some Thor. He can really, really write some Blade. Like, I love it. I Like, if they ever bring Blade into the MCU, the, Mar- the Marvel Cinematic Universe, man, I hope that they take some of what he's doing right now with Blade and really transfer it over to the screen. Because it's just fantastic. Like, I lo- I'm, I'm a big Blade fan anyway. Uh, let me see here. 
okay, looks to be a great fit. Shadow Colonel looks to be a big game changer. Art's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. My notes suck this week. All right, so Ghost Rider, like, now, so Ghost Rider, okay, so Shadow Colonel come in, and they basically chain him up, and he's like, I just want to talk to Blade. I just want to talk to Blade. I'm looking for Dracula. We can't find him. I think Blade may know where he is. <clears throat> so Cap and them are like, what's, you know, Cap's not there. Cap is actually quelling a vampire rebellion in a town where innocents are getting slaughtered. Vampires are running around crazy. And there's a great scene where Cap gets a cross and he's standing out in front of the church where all the like civilian non-vamps are hiding. And Cap's basically like, Come get your next meal, motherfuckers. It's pretty dope. I mean, I love it. Like, this is a good issue, man. It's fun. It's action-packed. So, Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes, is really trying to find his niche on the team, right? So, as he's killing vampires, and how's he killing vampires? He's taking vampires and throwing them in the trunk of his charger. Because it's a charger now. It's not a motorcycle, okay? So, he's throwing them, sending them to hell in this trunk. I mean, it's pretty dope. Well, the Shadow Colonel's dog comes in with him. And, like, this is what's kind of fucked up. And if it was a movie, I'd be really pissed about something like this. But they just kind of let the dog go. Like, look at this fucking dog. You're, are you letting that thing go? You're not letting that fucking thing go. That's not happening. And, like, here's another look at it right here. Like, look at that fucking thing. Look at his claws. You're just going to let that thing walk around the Avengers Mansion? No, you're not going to do that. Or they're not in Avengers match anymore. They're actually in the body or the head of a dead celestial. Sound familiar? Uh, yeah, it's a long story. Maybe not that long. But anyway, well, this dog obviously can speak and he controls. I don't know if he controls demons or what. But because uh, he says some shit to Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider's like, what the fuck? Ah! And, and this happens. Fantastic artwork. It's just a really, really good, really, really good uh, uh, story. And it, it's it's Blade fighting vampires alongside the Avengers. And the Avengers are kind of like, holy shit. And this Shadow Colonel cat, he's dope. I mean, like, he's dope. He went in with chain, like, he let him chain him. Reminded me of the scene in Man of Steel when Superman surrenders and they've got him in chains and, you know, he's like, ah, you know, it's, it's an appearance. He tells Lois, it's an appearance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it wouldn't be much of a surrender if I didn't let him cuff me. And then, like, he's like, okay, Colonel, let's put our, let's put the cards on the table. And he gets up and snatches the cuffs off. This is what Shadow Colonel does. He's basically like, you motherfuckers are stupid. You let me in here. You're, you're so arrogant. You think you're the fucking, all you know, the Avengers. Who am I? Well, that's your ass. So... They've really put these vampires on a much higher power tier. So, very, very excited uh, for the Avengers. I give it an 8, uh, which is usually not what gets pick of the week. But kind of slim pickings this week. Some weeks are like that, man. I'm hoping for a better week next week. But Avengers, solid, solid, solid book. And if you guys remember when Aaron first started his run on Avengers, I was a very, very skeptical uh, it just wasn't good, and I just couldn't get into it. Uh, Casey Stroh says, every time people remember Blade is awesome, it always has a cool showing, like when he showed up in Captain America and MI3. Yes, uh, I always love when Blade shows up. Uh, and he helped him fight a war with Dracula on the fucking moon. I don't remember that, Case. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. But yeah, he has 
um, he has really shown up in uh, other comics, and, and they're they're great, right? So him, I'm hoping. I hope after this story arc, they keep Blade on. Um, yeah, like with the War of Atlantis coming up, Blade could be interesting, right? I think he could be interesting. So let's let's hope that you know uh, Aaron stays on the path that he's on. He's, I think he's starting to find the voice because you know one of the things I didn't like was how Aaron was writing Cap's dialogue. I didn't like it. Well, this issue, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, make him a badass. That's all you got to do. Make Cap be, you know, uh, stick to his guns, his moral, his ethical code, and make him a badass. It's not hard to do. So I think Aaron's finally maybe figured that out. Okay, guys, that's really all I have for comic books for you. But I wanted to show you this. I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, if you don't follow Boss Logic on Instagram, you probably should. He does some really cool shit. And uh, the the For Us um, series, he did, like, posters of, of superheroes, like, from Endgame. And this one, of course, is Ronin. I thought this was really good. Um, I just wanted to share it with you. I meant to share it with you earlier and fucking forgot, but I'm looking at my images. I do this every show, right? I have all these images and fucking forget half of them. But, uh, well, that's all I got, guys. Uh, but tomorrow, please, tomorrow... Uh, if you're not doing anything, uh, the live Twitch stream, I'm going to have the chat and everything turned on. So it's my first time on Twitch. So that's the reason it's not a full-blown show, but I am going to have uh, Dennis from Botched on. And we're just going to we're gonna be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about what they're doing. Uh, and we're just going to rap, man. It's a Friday. I'm going to crack beer open. And uh, I hope you guys come in. You crack your beers open. We all drink cheers, fucking cheers beers together. Twitch is going to enable me to do some things that I've been wanting to do and I haven't been able to do. So I'm really curious on how this experiment goes. But Twitch is going to be a part of the Blazing Defender going forward. So, uh, oh, and thank you for that, Debo. He posted the Boss Logic Instagram um, link so you can follow him. He just posts some really cool shit. And if you're a combo guy, you're going to love it. Like, it's really original, really cool shit. It's none of it's official but uh, they let Boss get by with a lot of shit. Uh, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. said, great show. Guys, if you have not made a review on iTunes and Facebook, I would really appreciate it if you do that. it take two seconds, man. Just put great show uh, or the guy's a douche. I fucking hate it. But just put something down. Leave me five stars. It really helps push the show out there. Gives me some credibility on what I'm doing. Um, as far as like when people find the page for the first time and I'm, that's one of the reasons I'm going to Twitch, right? Like, I know you don't give a shit, but I'm going to Twitch for that reason to kind of expand the show. There's going to be, uh, they have a lot of great ways to push the show out to other people. Like if you don't know me on Facebook, you may not know the blazing defender report. Uh, and that's another thing you can help me do. If you know somebody you think might be interested in the show, shoot them a link to the Facebook page, shoot them a link from the iTunes page. Um, or share an episode maybe one of your favorite episodes you share it with somebody that'd be fantastic it really helped me out a lot uh, and don't forget the shirts guys uh, you know you're gonna look good you're gonna look man I'm all about making you look good right you make me look good I make you look good fucking dude symbiotic speaking of symbiotic um, guys I always like to end the show on a positive note the world is a fucking crazy crazy place if you just treat somebody like you'd want to be treated, it just makes the world just better. It's just just better. If everybody just did a little bit, no one has to work as hard, right? That's kind of been my motto on the fire department. If everybody chips in, then one guy's not doing it all, and he's not 
pissed off and, and, and dead dog tired. So hold the door open for somebody. Say thank you. Just do something. Just tell somebody something nice. Like, it ain't got to be the girl with the big butt in the gym. Like, hey, man, you got a really nice ass. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's not That's not cool. Uh, you can think it. Just don't say it. Uh, but, you know, maybe you tell somebody that has lost some weight. Hey, man, you look like you've lost some weight. You look great. You know, just just be cool, man. Just don't be a dick, right? If there's a motto that shows us, don't be a dick, all right? So, again, thank you so much, guys. Tomorrow, 4 p.m. on Twitch, okay? Uh, and you, if you're a Prime member, you get a free subscription. So, that would be fucking amazing if I, you gave me your free subscription. I'm not asking for it. Uh, but I'm asking for it. <laughs> no, really. I would really like it. Uh, but I want you to enjoy the show. And I really want your feedback. So let me know what you guys think about the Twitch show tomorrow. Uh, again, I really, really appreciate all your support. All the shirts that have been bought. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. It's fantastic. I, I got a feeling, man. I just got a fucking feeling 2019 is going to be a big year for the show. Uh, and I really hope it is, because I have a fucking great time doing it. I have a great time chatting with you guys. It's what we love, right? We, we love this shit. So I'm glad to be a part of that with you. So with that, guys, I'm out of here. Peace.